Hello! You are listening to The Dungeon Boys, a group of seven friends telling a story Dungeons and Dragons style. This podcast is rated M for Mature because we say a bunch of extremely inappropriate things. Shit. And a shit, too. Yummy. Content warnings can always be found in the episode description. And we do host an after show called Echoes of the Adile, where we go over our thoughts on the current episode, questions we have for the DM and the players, and in general, just induce more fuckery. But alas, let's go and introduce the boys. What's up, everybody? My name's Lindsay, and I play Six, the Tabaxi Rogue. In Dungeon Boy's very first campaign, Stardust Echoes. And our fun prompt for today is... Tell them, Justine. Oh yeah, sorry about that. Uh, our fun prompt for today was asked by one of our Patreons, who chose to remain anonymous, and it was, What advice would you give a brand new D&D player? So my... You know take it for what it's worth because I'm a relatively novice player, but my advice for a brand new D&D player would be um, don't let fear keep you from playing and participating and having fun. The fear of not knowing the rules, the fear of you know, people will think you're silly or dumb or weird if you roleplay. The fear of, um, you know, being intimidated by people that know more than you or, you know, will look down on you because everybody's got something to contribute to this game and it's just a fun, a silly, fun, good time. Get in there. Go for it. Get, get in there. Just shove it in. Get in there, man. Fear is the game killer. Yeah, fear is the game killer, man. Fear is the game killer. Yeah. BBEG is actually named Fear. Yeah. Good Good one. That was phenomenal. Yeah. I mean, thanks. Yeah. <laughs> that's that's good. Yeah, yeah. Thanks, guys. Do not be afraid. Hi, guys. My name is Arland. Hi, Arland. Um, I play the uh, winged tiefling warlock on this here old podcast, the old podcast, and my character's name is Valen. There you go. He <laughs> shall <laughs> remembered. Jesus. Oh <laughs> um, but as far as advice. Play to win. I'm just kidding. Um, Yikes. <laughs> um, just remember, no, yeah, just. That's solid Arland advice right there. Yeah. <laughs> Everyone, uh, you know, you come into this game thinking, you know, some people think, hey, you know what? This is a game, so I have to win. It's it's not that. Just come in and have some fun. Be goofy. Be goofy. Say fuck. <laughs> I kept behind that. Hey, everyone. I'm Dylan, and I play Temple, the Warforged Monk. And advice for a new player uh, that helped me was uh, think of a character in a in a thing that you like already uh, that maybe matches the genre of the game you're going to play, and then work backwards from there. Think about like what class would they be, and then you watch a, a video essay on all the classes, and you know just kind of dig in and see what's out there, see what matches with the thing that you're already interested in. And if you wanna, you can draw a pretty picture of your character first. Work backwards from that. It's creative time. 
get creative. Wow. Yeah. I love that. Imagination. Imagination. Fluffy little clouds. Yeah. Great one. What is going on, everyone? It is your boy, Grant, and I play your golden dragonborn barbarian, Kathal Turash. Um, I would have to say, for starting characters, once you get your kind of like base numbers and base character kind of set up, what I would do is I would follow along with a another Dungeons and Dragons podcast or video, you know, video like Critical Role or something along those lines. And when the Dungeon Master says to do a role, play along with it and try and see so you can get used to your character's numbers, um, you know, their stats and abilities and kind of think of what you would do as your character in that situation. So you can kind of just kind of play along, get a little bit more comfortable. So then by the time, you know, you start actually playing and the dungeon master says, hey, roll a perception check or hey, roll for Arcana or hey, try picking this lock. Then you can just get it right off your head, roll the numbers and you already know the numbers you need. And there you go. That's great. That's a good idea. Yeah, yeah. Great advice. Damn. I've never thought of that. That's really good. Fucking hell, Grant. Roll practice. Love it. That's awesome. Roll practice. <laughs> Roll practice. Roll for practice. Hey, guys. My name's Ellie. I play Pants on Stardust Echoes. Um, for first-time players, now that I've had a little experience in this game, um, I would just suggest kind of what everybody else has been saying, but um, don't be afraid to try the character that looks really scary. Um, to play or or daunting to play it has a lot of things about it um, I'm learning that uh, I was told not to play an artificer because they're like what the fuck Ellie you've never played D&D before why are you playing an artificer and I really love it and I think it's super fun even though I, I did also really want to play like that barbarian type player um, I don't think I regret choosing playing an artificer so it's been really fun we would like to state that we were not the ones who said that to her. Just, just so you know. Yeah. <laughs> not in those that was words. Not us. <laughs> what the fuck, Ellie? What the How fuck dare you that? pick an artificer? Are you so stupid? <laughs> you know who you are. <laughs> that jerk out there knows who they are. We all know. You're listening. You know. Dun, dun, dun. Except for me, I don't know. I don't know either, Grant. What? I don't think any of us actually know. I don't think there's right really there, a per- yeah. that person. No, they're... Well. <laughs> She's like, no, they're real. What's up, everyone? I'm Anthony. Uh, I play Grayson, the uh, half-elf ranger in Sardis Echoes, the Dungeon Boys' first campaign. And uh, my advice for new players in D&D is just have fun. It's a game. So if you're not having fun, then, you know, you don't have to play anymore. It's like, literally, it's just a game. So have fun. Yeah. Keep it light. Yeah. Keep it easy breezy. Hello, everyone. My name is Justine, and I am the Dungeon Master of Stardust Echoes. And my advice for a brand new player would be to communicate with your DM and not just in gameplay per se tell them what you want what are you looking for in the game that's what they're there for is to create a story for you and obviously they have fun and they create so much of the world themselves give them give feedback to them like hey i love political espionage that's what i'm looking for in this game hey i love having extremely deep emotionally charged roleplay moments or hey i love combat can you put a lot of combat or puzzles in this so that's just my thing is really communicate with your dm um, give them a lot of feedback, ask a lot of, not don't ask a lot of them, but ask 
things of them consistently uh, because that's going to make your DM stoked. If you have a healthy DM who wants to really make everyone feel included, they are going to be so pumped on that. Yeah, like I said, hey, Justine, I really like foot fetishes. Will you uh, include that a lot? In Absolutely. <laughs> and with that, actually, go to Patreon for all the foot fetish. Yeah. <laughs> There's a foot fetish level in Patreon. Uh, give me a dollar and I'll send you a picture of my pinky toe. <laughs> and with that, the Dungeon Boys proudly present episode 18 of Stardust echoes Last episode, the crew of the Ripple made their way to Hunt's Crescent. Upon landing on this floating spaceport, they were immediately met by a small dwarf with his ship anchored next to them with a cat ear copper suit and a charming personality. After quick introductions, they left Terwin and Jigalda to stay aboard the ship and they ventured to find the much needed Odin crystals so they can make their way to the planet of floating sky cities and the dragon riders, Moss. Valen and Grayson met a strange cyborg mechanic who seemed to recognize Grayson, while the rest of the team headed to the popular tavern upon Hunt's Crescent. But the flashing billboard outside of Hunt's Crescent showed them quickly that Grayson had become wanted for environmental terrorism. A video flashed that had been edited very precisely by Phanton, the space pirate who had once terrorized Terrawin to make Grayson seem like he was doing illegal acts that he wasn't necessarily doing. Based with the consequences of his actions, Grayson quickly took Temple's mask to disguise himself. They then met Hunt, the mysterious owner of Hunt's Crescent. They welcomed them and brought them into a private meeting where they indeed offered them the four Odin crystals that they needed in exchange for the team delivering a secret venom substance that was illegal to the planet of Moss to Hunt's contact. Six immediately recognized the substance, and the team agreed to take on the challenge. But at that moment, Terwin interrupted them. Yelling and screaming, Torash went to find her, and she said that patrol bots were indeed raiding the Ripple, their ship. Stroganoff, the dwarf they had met outside, had managed to grab a few items from their ship, including their shipmine Jigalda. While Terwin had grabbed all of their familiars, they snuck onto the Ripple and with a very close call with the assistance of Hunt, were able to make it onto Stroganoff's ship just as he took off and headed to the floating circus. Cool. Hell yeah. So tense situation. You've just snuck onto this dwarf's ship who seems kind, but you don't 
really know him. And you instantly see a cramped space with actually, you know what? The first thing you see, you wouldn't even recognize. You would just smell it. You would smell cats. Lots and lots of cats. And you would see copper in so many different shades because the outside of his ship was copper and looks like a, a moth. But the inside's also coppery, just like his suit, which is like an orangish, rusty color. You get inside and there's cool lines of string hung up between rafters and pipes with clothing hung on it. You see cats almost everywhere you look. There's so many cats. There's uh, little plants hanging everywhere and herbs growing. There's tons of schematics and tools everywhere. And as you kind of your eyes adjust to the, the orange that's just everywhere, you see really old antique frames with older generations of dwarves fit in where they can in between like panels. And there's just a, an active chess set. And Strogi goes, Oh, I sorry for the clutter. I wasn't really expecting anyone. Let me go ahead. I'm going to pull my ship up and I'm going to park on the circus as they leave. And he runs off and you're kind of just all standing there. And one of the cats comes up to Inferno Jones and just, <laughs> and then walks away. And you feel, and you start to take off. Did uh, he say that he took Jigalda with him? Yeah, he. it's in Ter- Terwin's hands is holding Jigalda. Gotcha, okay. Can you describe that? Is that like just like a hard drive with like a little lens <laughs> on it that's like looking around? And <laughs> No, she's deactivated. She has to be plugged into something. Oh, okay, mm. not powered. So just think of like a N64 cartridge. It's pretty much right. Torash, I need you to roll a dexterity saving throw for me. Oh, Jesus Christ. What the fuck, what the fuck did he do? Shall we begin? Special boy gets the first roll. Let's fucking go. Natural yeah. 20. Let's go. It was Natural 20 be. on that. Wow. And I'm not exhausted, so I don't have to worry about re-rolling it. Let's yeah, it's go. Like the, it's the first episode of like five wow. turns that you're not exhausted. <laughs> yeah, fuck that. Jesus. Yeah, so Torash, you were about to run into some pipes and your horns were going to puncture it, but you just dodged out. Terwin helped you and you dodged out away perfectly. Um, you are quite tall and this is a very small space. Oh, I know my back's going to be hurting after this one. Uh, I, um, I think that someone else should hold Jigalda. I don't trust myself. Yeah, so Temple extends a hand. I, I, I'll, I will carry her. Maybe we should put some <laughs> something on Torash's horns so he doesn't pop any of our pool noodle his horns (laughs) (laughs) yeah just take some Some corks or something horn caps (laughs) just for safety baby proof him this this ship is perfect pants size yeah it is like normally you're reaching on your tippy toes but this ship feels really good to you can i go look at all of his pants wants to go and look at all of his pictures on the wall yeah Mm -hmm. yeah as you walk closer you see Folks that look kind of like Stroganoff. Mm-hmm. Um, but as, you, as you're as trying to get closer and you're really inspecting, a small uh, orange cat comes up to you. Oh, hello, small orange friend. Can I pet you? Pant starts petting the orange cat. And right then, Grayson feels kind of a thump on his other shoulder, uh, opposite shoulder of his baby dragon, Ezron. And a little black cat with an actual, like, it looks like an old school astronaut, cir- like, glass circles on its head of this little kitty. And it's like, it sounds all echoey. And it's on Grayson's other shoulder. And I think your 
dragon's like, ooh, like eyes open. Like, I am also like cat, but am dragon. (laughs) (laughs) I one-handedly just gently take the cat off my shoulder and just place it on the ground. (laughs) You're like, absolutely not. Yeah. And it, it, it like, it's one of the, you can tell it's a younger cat. It looks almost like a kitten. And it tries to scratch at its little fishbowl on its head and just hear tink, 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 tink. And then it's like, and then kind of runs away. If you were to take a moment to look around, there are five cats in this ship. And then there's a mechanical cat that's currently just sitting on a workbench, kind of like similar to fidget vibes. But it's a mechanical cat that's just eyes blank, obviously not moving, not working. Fully mechanical? Or just like partially fully mechanical. Oh wow! Hmm. Can fidget fidget what goes up to it and pecks at it a little bit? You just hear a resounding metal. Oh. It doesn't move, and then right then Strogon comes back. Oh, it's a project I'm working on. <laughs> All right, well I uh, was able to park on the circus. Whew. How are you doing? I feel like that was a lot. I think we're doing okay, but um, appreciate your help. Out of the blue, no less. Oh, it's it's no problem. And don't worry, I won't be telling anyone. Secrets aren't really my concern, but keeping them is something I do well. So we're at the circus right now? He is parked. He is parked on the circus, which is a giant moving circus that's moving through space. Ah, uh, okay. Got it. And we're heading, a, we're heading away from Hunt's Crescent now? Like they took off as well and they're all on their way out? Yep. So that you were basically the circus was leaving and he parked on it gotcha. on the bottom on the bottom half. Ships can basically come and park on it to like see a show and then leave mm. when, when, when it's traveling in between planets. And this mm. giant circus is headed towards Moss. Right on. Did any of the bots that were raiding our ship see where see where we were going? You probably have to ask Drogi. OK. Unless that was you asking him. No. Um. So Six just gets down on the ground and summons all the cats to her. <laughs> Cat queen. <laughs> yeah, roll uh, animal handling with advantage. Okay. <laughs> Come to me, my babies. Come to me. <laughs> my pretties. <laughs> oh, no. Oh, 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 oh. oh, no, they hate her. <laughs> They're confused. Oh, no. These cats oh it landed confused. on 18, but then it went to... Okay, well, I, she rolled a she rolled a seven. Uh, yeah, you come down and you see six gracefully beckon, and these cats look at her, look at Strogi, and then all run to dad. They all run to Strogi. <laughs> They're terrified. He's, oh yeah, I see him. Met, he looks kind of almost embarrassed. He's like, I see him at the, the family there. <laughs> Sorry, I know it's a little bit intense. Like the circus. Nice. But I'm ting. Take, take a point of inspiration. Yeah. Good, good nice. one, Temple. Amazing. Uh, hey, can I call you Strogi? Is that okay? I think I like that that better. Of than course, Strogi. of course, most people do. Oh, good. Okay. Uh, hey, Strogi, can I? Uh, do you, are you? Uh, you need any help on the ship, or you need some help on your? What's What's going on with your little cat project? Is that something I can help you with? Oh, I. I mean, it's it's just a, a prototype. It doesn't really have a brain yet or a soul, so there's nothing making it go. Uh, but but I was wondering if Pence... Well, let's start from the beginning. My ion drivers haven't really been working, so I was going to see if you could help. They've been sparking off and just going crazy. But uh, first, we should probably figure out what you're, what you're going to end up doing. I am uh, thinking that hopefully we can sneak into the circus. I can only take you... On my ship, halfway to Moss, I won't be able to make it the whole way. 
So if you can basically stay here for the next couple of hours and then maybe we can sneak you in. I reached out to some old contacts. I'm hoping that they can help you get in. Old contacts with the circus? Of course I do. Of course you do. <laughs> <laughs> I like the sound of that. When you get as old as I am, you kind of find contacts everywhere. <laughs> Juggernaut, how certain are you that we weren't tracked or followed? My ship's pretty old, but I didn't see anyone following us and my scanners didn't go off. All right, that's good enough, I suppose. <sighs> how long till we get to Moss? It's about uh, going to be about ten hours, but I could only stay with you for about five. Yeah. But uh, here, let me uh, give you a little bit of a tour. And he kind of starts to walk if you choose to follow him. This ship is made up of three rooms. It's obviously very much an older model. Things are kind of held together by like tied pieces of cloth and duct tape sort of thing. There's like copper wire running around that just doesn't make sense. You wouldn't even know where it leads to, but it's obviously a functioning system to him. There is the main pilot's area. Uh, You can see that his pilot's chair is extremely worn in. Like, think of an old leather chair that's, like, broken and cracked, like, cracked leather kind of a thing with little glued glued cat figurines all around it. Uh, And then he, the other room is a small bedroom-like chamber. And then the third room is a, an area where there's, like, a boiler and there's, like, machine cogs running which is the room you're currently standing in it's it's kind of like the room where things exist for the ship but also it's like the living area uh, and he he says that's pretty much it uh I'll, I'll leave you if you need me i'll be in the pilot's area and these are my cats uh that one and he points to the little black one that's Maisie, <laughs> and then uh that orange one that's that's uh pig and then uh, the gray one with, and you see like a gray cat with all these wires coming out of its face. That one's Mochi. Oh. And then you see a cat that's half white, half red. That's Icky. And then uh, where is uh, Kiki? And then you see this beautiful black, grayish black cat come out. Um, and he goes, so feel free to pet them. They're really friendly. But uh, I'm going to go in the pilot's area. And he, he just seems like uncomfortable. He doesn't have guests here a lot. He's obviously like not a host. Um, so he starts to walk away. Wait, 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 strogy, strogy. Yes, Pence. What's with your eye on drivers? I can take a look at them for you if you don't, if you don't mind. Just saying thanks for, you know, saving our, our booties back there. He, he smiles and pulls up a, uh, like a piece of the floor and he goes under here. I can come with you. And you see him lift himself down. Oh, that's awesome. <laughs> and he like scuttles down to the floor <laughs> underneath the and ship. pants and strogi disappear <laughs> hey god yeah is there okay with that cat is there a way we can upload you know say a ship mind <gasps> fuck yeah yeah i was thinking about that too <laughs> oh! I think that might be a good idea <laughs> someone figured it out yeah you can you solved the ship mind puzzle good job arland oh my gosh well you can't you probably couldn't pants we Pants can't. probably could. I couldn't. Pants probably could. Okay, cool. Hey, um, also, um, amongst the items that were salvaged off the ship, did one of those happen to be that really expensive bottle of liquor? Uh, you can ask Terwin. She's got like a giant bag full of stuff. Uh, hey, uh, Terwin. Uh, yeah. Uh, what what exactly did you end up getting off that sh- off our old ship? Oh, um. Uh, muffin mix? And she pulls that out. <laughs> Ooh. Mo- the most important. <laughs> Fuck yeah. Uh, 
Um, ooh, this wire. It's a random wire. Oh my god. Puts it down. Um, oh, and she grabs Inferno Jones's harness, fireproof harness, hands it to Six. Oh, thanks. Thanks, Cherwin. Um, I think um that's it. <laughs> that's it. I kind of panicked. <laughs> ah, I can I can see that. Yeah. Um, thanks for the wire, though. That I really appreciate that wire. Um, I don't know if Pants would be able to do anything without that wire. <laughs> <laughs> Just trying to make her feel better. Oh, you're welcome. <laughs> uh, you're you're welcome. She smiles. Uh, okay. Six uh, starts gathering her gear and says, "If anybody needs me, I'm going to be at the circus." You're you're leaving. Yeah. Oh, uh, I think we should wait for the contact, right? I yeah. I don't need a contact. Um, but yeah, I mean, like, it's one of those things, like, it's a free Roman circus, like, why wouldn't we be able to kind of explore? Well, you have to have tickets to get in. Yeah. And Grayson's wanted, and those bots are looking for us. Those are all good points. Well, they're looking for Grayson, mm. technically. They're looking for Grayson, <laughs> yeah. I don't need tickets to get in places, so. And, uh, I don't really feel like just sitting around hanging out with you guys, so. Valen, you want to go to the circus? I mean, I'm down. I got some coin on me, some credits. Okay. Oh, I forgot. I brought this too. And she holds out the tracker. Oh, nice. Uh, I almost forgot about that. <laughs> and this whole campaign would have been over. <laughs> We're real good. We're real good at this game. is going to grab the tracker. How big is the tracker? Tracker's the size of a steering wheel. Okay, cool. Um, I'm going to grab the, the tracker from her and uh, put it in my satchel. Uh, maybe. Is... Mm. It may make more sense for that to remain with pants if pants is staying here. I, I I'm I'm not I'm not gonna take my satchel, but I'm gonna put it in the satchel so it's away. Ah, and then I leave my bag there. Mm. Hey, uh, why don't we why don't we actually give that to um Grayson instead, and then Grayson can make sure that pants gets it. Oh yeah, that that, that makes sense. And I just kind of toss in the bag. I grab it. Pants, Valen. If you're actually gonna be out and leave, um, my name's Six. Yes, it is. <laughs> it's been a long day. It's been a long <laughs> Hair dye, if you can find it. Oh. Maybe a change of clothes. Because this is very conspicuous. Mm. Yeah. Can Grayson have green hair now? Get green hair dye. I'm sorry. I can't talk. I'm not there. <laughs> <laughs> no, I just imagine like I just imagine Pants hears that like under green the ground and he just yells. <laughs> Just from a vet, yeah, from a vet. If you want pink hair, I've got some really sweet mushrooms. Yeah. I think that only lasts for six hours, and no, thank you. But if if you if you guys can find it, a change of clothes and and some some hair dye. You got it. We can come up with something for you. We'll keep an eye out. Black, preferably. All right. Six gives Valen a big high five and says, "Let's go, buddy." Let's go to the circus. You go to exit the door and the doors do not open. A strogi. You hear his head hit against something and then it peeks up from the floor. Uh, yeah. Um, how do we get off here? We want to go uh, explore the circus a little bit. Uh, okay. Uh, hold on. And he gets up and goes to the pilot's area really quick. Is there a reason for his hesitation? <laughs> insight check. <laughs> I don't want to insight check that. <laughs> yeah, go ahead and insight check it. Let's both let's both insight check it. Yeah, yeah. I'll okay. do that too. 
Oh, well, that's a natural one, so I don't know shit. Dice Jill. <laughs> six rolled a 16. Crash rolled a 10. I think Temple's uh, approaching the cat with the wires coming out of it. Yes, somebody. I hope it talks. <laughs> Me too. I really want it to talk. Yes. Torash, with your 10, you probably don't notice anything. Six, you can tell that he feels uncomfortable with you guys leaving. And it's it's a in a caring way. Okay. Uh, is there a reason, Stroganoff, that you wouldn't want us to leave right now? Well, I just, um, I don't really know your backstory, but I'm just assuming that whoever wants, I mean, the entire galaxy is looking for him. And he points at Grayson. And he says, and... Whoever you got this assignment from or whatever you're doing knows you're all with him. So I just uh, worry being in such a public place is all, but I'm not your dad. You can do whatever you want. It's okay, Strogi. They have disguises. I got them all mustaches. Don't worry about mm-hmm. it. They just all slap those bad boys on. They're fine. Oh, I never I never took mine off. <laughs> <laughs> um, Stroganoff pulls the thing in your of the door uh, releasing. I don't have any kind of communication device, but... You're always welcome back. I, I will say, though, I'm leaving in five hours. I have to go on my way. Who has the Robostones? I've got them. I'll, uh, I'll give one of the uh, Robostones to Valen. Cool. I take it. Uh, we got these right here. We can stay commu- in constant communication if needed. I put it in my pocket. Well, I don't usually do this, but it seems like Stroganoff would rather us stay here. So... Maybe we can... I was just concerned. Sure. Hmm. Well, maybe we'll um, heed his concern and um, just stick around here for a little bit longer and uh, maybe see what Pants can do with that cat. Yeah, I'm, well, I'm, I'm game. Pants is, like, cursing in wherever he's at. Just, like, trying to figure it out. <laughs> Wrenches flying. So, pants uh, underneath the ship floor, there is. You can pretty much stand perfectly, but if you were any taller, you would not be able. Most people would have to like slide in on their bellies, kind of a thing. Cool. Because I'm little. Uh, and you're adjusting things. You're totally in your element. And I need you to roll perception. Oh, I get to roll perception. Perception. Oh. Seven. You're doing your job. <laughs> and you, you're focused on your job. Yeah. <laughs> what do they look? What are these? Um. Can, okay. So I rolled perception. So I, can, what are the things that I'm working on look like? I uh, like little coils that like. Yeah. Kind of snap in place. But his are so janky and old that they're not lining up properly. So they're kind of constantly sparking. Oh, OK. So he's like got his little tools out and he's hankering and he's like hammering things back and forth. And he's just like, ah, fuck. God damn it. Sparky. And, <laughs> and uh, Fidge is probably like still above ground, just like honing in on where he's at underneath the floor. And you guys just see Fidget like, like, like looking for for pants and he's going pants, pants, pants. <laughs> and you just see one of the little cats is like following, like swatting at this bird. And Pants is going, it's okay, Fidget. I don't need help. It's fine. And he's like still going at it. The chaos of the ship right now. He goes, gee, Strogi, how fucking old are these parts? You need some new ones, buddy. God. And he's he's left you at this point. Yeah. Well, he wouldn't know that because he's so just in. <laughs> totally. 
He's in his zone. Um, we'll go back to... I just wanted to like make sure I could pull that in. We'll go back to Six and Valen. So Six just said that to you, Valen, that maybe we should heed Strogi. Yeah, um, well, I guess you got a point. Um, we can always explore a little bit later. Yeah, I think I, I think Temple's standing there. And at this point, does he have the gray cat with the wires coming out of it in his arms? Because he's got like Jagalda under and I think he's got the cat in the other. Yes. He's like a little Borg cat. Yeah, a little, bo- little Borgy. <laughs> cat Borg. Yeah, sorry. So there is a Borg cat. That is not the one you're putting Jagalda in, though. That's an actual live cat. That's <laughs> yeah, I'm not trying to like bash <laughs> these like, things bash. together to get them to. <laughs> oh, okay, cool. Um, no, I think he's just smitten with this yeah. robo living flesh cat. <laughs> Uh, my friends, you seem to be waffling between two decisions, and normally I'm the one that errs toward caution, but I think we all need to realize that life will never be how we want it to be. I think you ought to jump in regardless. The jump is the living. And he, he scratches the, the, the wires cat. I'll stay with Pants and Torash, and you guys can go have fun. You think we should... You think we should go to the circus? Yeah, we need to figure out a disguise for Grayson as soon as possible, because we won't be able to hide in Stroganoff's ship for long. All right. Besides, dye may take up to about five hours to dry. Okay. Hell yeah. All right. Let's go. Well, let's go. Split the party. Pants pops his head out from the floorboards and says, bring me something back, please. You you got it, Pants. (laughs) We will go ahead and have Valen and Six go off towards the circus so we'll start inside the ship so temple you see them leave you're scratching this cat and pants right then i think we hear you succeed you did it you hear the mac tone (laughs) 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 he he pops he comes crawls out of the floorboards and goes well i think that'll do it Strogi, uh, give it a go. Oh, hold on there. And you see Strogi, like, it's awesome. Like, he runs up, jumps, grabs lever, swings perfectly where his foot hits another button, swings back, his foot hits another lever, like, totally has his ship memorized. And then you just hear, and he's, oh, I haven't heard that sound in over a year. Thank you, Pants. Is there anything I can do for you? Uh, can I uh, play with your metal cat now? Which one? <laughs> <laughs> I'm playing with this one, not this one. This one's mine, Pam. The 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 soulless, lifeless one that's on your uh, workbench. I mean, it won't do anything, but you're welcome to look at it. Sweet, and he runs over and starts like opening up its little like chest cavities and seeing like uh, that. Oh, careful! It's like, wow, this is really cool. Wow, what kind of mechanism? Holy crap! And he like put takes an arm off of it and puts it back and the tail. Uh, uh, that's uh, years. <laughs> Years of work. Uh, careful. Uh, okay, you did fix my ship. It's okay. It's okay. It's okay. I got this. Stroganoff, I understand the trepidation. Uh, Pants has popped my arms off multiple times, but they're better than ever. And he demonstrates. <laughs> also, do you see Fidget? I did. Yes, I, I, I remember seeing it when you first came out of your ship. It's extremely impressive. Fidget was initially made out of warforged parts. Not mine, but ones like mine. So, some of yeah, your, your cat. Some of them, <laughs> yes. Correct. There was a lot of other th- objects as well. But your cat is in good hands. And I, I think uh, Temple lifts up Mochi and goes, Who's a good Mochi? Who's a good kitty? And like lays the cat down on his face. Like, Who's a kitty kitty? You just hear, <laughs> Oh. It starts making biscuits, but it's like just you're like made of metal. So you're like, scratching metal. Chalkboard sound. Um, hey, Strogi, does this metal 
cat have the ability to bring about voice commands? Or, I mean, should I say, does it have the ability to have audio output? It does, indeed. Hmm. Hey, who has Jigalda? I do. And, yeah, Temple's, like, on the ground playing with Mochi. And I think the, the I, yeah, he still has it, uh, like, tucked under an arm, I think. Grayson's just standing kind of uncomfortably to the side looking down at, at Temple playing <laughs> with the cat. I don't know why, Grayson. I just love this cat. Yeah. Azuron is definitely, like, not wanting to leave you, but, like, digging his little claws in, like, I want to play with cats. Uh, Six, did you take Inverna Jones? No. Okay, she's here. She is in a corner whimpering. Aw. She is surrounded by Aww. cats. <laughs> and Torash is still here, right? Yes. Okay. I'm and Tara and I feel like are just standing at the entrance still. I think uh, Sir Charles is with Inferna. Oh, okay. That probably makes her feel a little better. Yeah. They've been, I think, together long enough to where she's okay. You see Inferna Jones sit in the corner, and there's a smaller version of Inferna Jones on her head sitting on top yeah. of her. Aww. <laughs> I, I hand uh, Jigalda up to Pants. There you go. Ah, oh, thanks. W- what were you thinking of doing? He's like, well, Temple. He grabs it. And he look. he just, ins- let me just inspect it really quick. And just to make sure there's like all the right ports and everything. Uh, hey, Stro- Strogi, do you have uh, cables to connect one ship mine to, to input into something else? You know, Pants, we do have this. And Grayson pulls out the wire that heroin <laughs> pulled off of the <laughs> That's exactly the wire you'd need, actually. Yeah. <laughs> what are the chances? <laughs> Holy fuck, that's amazing. Who? <laughs> it's like it's meant to be. <laughs> uh, I'm sorry, what's meant to be? What are you doing? Oh, right, right. This isn't our cat. I'm sorry, Strogi. Uh, I was wondering, well, I guess I should just ask the collective, the group collectively. Uh, what if we put Jigalda in this cat? Hmm. That cat took me years to make. Uh, pay the man. Do you want to sell her to us? No. <laughs> uh, do you want to give her to us? <laughs> Pants. Uh, um, let's be sensitive. This, yeah, let's let's be sensitive to this man and roll persuasion. I'm not very persuasive. A ten. No, I like I said, I put years of work into that cat. How about a trade? Oh, I have this really cool spyglass that if you look out into the, you know, the, I think at least I haven't tried it yet. I really have no idea. A dragon really wanted it. Uh, so I was just assuming it's really valuable, but I'll trade you this for your cat. He pulls out the spyglass. Pants, would you trade? Would you trade Fidget for that? Oh, no! Shut up, Temple. Yeah. <laughs> I think we need to be more sensitive to Stroganoff's Stroganoff's creation here. Oh. So Stroganoff, sorry, Pants, but Stroganoff, we have a ship mind here that was rescued from the ship. We were wondering if maybe we could boot Jagalda up into the cat. At least long enough to let her know what's going on. Mm. Would you be willing to allow that? I appreciate you being sensitive, Warforged. Sorry, what was your name again? Oh, my name is Temple. Pleasure. Pleasure to meet you too. I mean... And he kind of looks back and forth. Temple, roll persuasion. 
Ooh, Temple rolled a 19. Oh. Nice. I don't see any harm of, you know, doing it for a couple of hours. It might be nice to see it come to life anyways after all the work I put into it. I don't know if it can handle something as powerful as a ship mind, but we could always try. I know nothing about this process. I will leave you two smart mechanical people to it. Sweet. I'm going to continue to wrestle with Mochi. He flops on his back. <laughs> Who owns this ship mind? Is it, is it you? And he looks towards Torash because he knows you're the pilot. No, it was part of the... Uh, uh, it's, it came off of the ship that we came off of. Off of the, um, the ripple. It's a ship mind off of a council ship that we had bar- that we had borrowed for this mission. You work for the council, and he looks very uncomfortable. Not anymore. I uh, not so much anymore, unfortunately. Through our findings on Terrant Nineteen, Torash, you were on Terrant Nineteen, <laughs> Torash. Yes, we were. Hypersensitive information. Let's. Uh... <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna keep in secrets, no worries there. Let's go ahead and work on the cat then, pants. And he like rushes to the cat. <laughs> yes, excellent, excellent. Thanks, Temple. Just uh, don't arrest me, because I know there's a lot of things up, not up to code to the council in this ship. Pants looks around and goes, can we do that? Can we arrest people? <laughs> Maybe at one point we could have. <sighs> Stroganoff. I am currently wanted <laughs> by many a governing body, both <laughs> just system-wide and also planetary. So you you are in no danger from us. All right. And we hope that we are in no danger from you. Oh, no. I, I, I mean, you already saw all my cats. You see everything of value to me. Okay. Uh, and uh, he starts working on it. So... Pants, if you two work on this, it'd take about 10 minutes. Um, normally, this would be a much, much longer process. But Stroganoff is extremely skilled with animatronics. Can um, Pants, like, watch intensely and, like, learn anything from him? Like, techniques and stuff? Uh, yeah, roll insight. I'm going to see how much you pay attention to Dang this. It, you know it's not my strong suit. <laughs> 16. Okay, yeah, you definitely learned some stuff, Pants, which you can apply later. So if you want to write some notes that you now know about animatronics, you're welcome to. Excellent. Also, Tarawin, great luck with that cord. Oh, thank you. So this cat machine, this metal cat, its eyes flick open, and now there is a light purple glow to them. Temple sits up. Hey, uh, Jigalda, are you in there? No response. Hmm. Temple approaches the, the cat and reaches out, uh, like a fingertip for the, to, like, boop her nose. You press the nose, and the cat all of a sudden stands up, tink, 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 and hisses. Hmm. Good morning. Jigalda, are you in there? Yes, Temple. It seems that I'm in. I... I'm seeing through eyes, not cameras. Computing. A lot has changed <laughs> in, in a very short amount of time. Well, how long has it been? 45 minutes? Yeah, this yeah. is the beginning of the end of the world right here. This is how she takes over the world. 
<laughs> it will be a grim, dark, glorious future. It's just we turn Jigalda into Ultron and then we all die. Mm-hmm. Ultron cat. It has no strings. And then right at that, the tail on the cat becomes a scanner and starts frantically scanning everything around and then goes, Ah, oh, we're on the ship that was next to us. Correct. And you're in a cat. You are in a cat. What? Yeah. <laughs> We found a mechanical cat like Fidget, and then, well, Pants, why don't you, why don't you take it away? Oh yeah, you're, you're in a mechanical cat. Isn't that neat? Now you can walk around and stuff. Hmm. I miss the ripple, but this may do. Yeah. Yeah, you gotta get used to that, because we can't go back to the ripple now. The cat starts to walk forward and completely falls on its face. Error. <laughs> uh, Pants goes over and picks, a, picks her up and just writes her back up on the floor. Thank you, Pants. I must say, I sound different to myself. Hmm. You sound the same to us. Oh, good. Where is Valen and Six? Uh, at the circus? There is a circus. Yeah. <laughs> yes, I remember now. Uh, me meow. Yes, I think this body will do. <laughs> Great. And she's just trying to figure out her limbs because she's never had limbs. I, I, yeah, I think Temple looks at Stroganoff. He's crying. Oh, I sorry. I, my daughter who passed away. We worked on this cat together for many years. Mm. What was your daughter's name, Stroganoff? Her name was Mushroom. Oh, okay. Is that a a family name? Stroganoff and Mushroom? (laughs) No, she was just as cute as a button and a mushroom. That's a button. So my wife and I... Called her Mushroom, right. We decided to call her Mushroom. Is that how, um, dwarf... I'm sorry, I've I've never really met a ton of dwarves in my life. Is that kind of how naming conventions go for dwarven society? Because your name is obviously Stroganoff, (laughs) which is a delicious pasta dish. Normally. (laughs) I mean, I kind of grew up on the outskirts. I I like to live on the raggedy edge. I haven't really been a part of any dwarven society. I've been to Sorex N56 once or twice, but I'm not really a part of any clans. Right. What was your wife's name? Flower. (laughs) (laughs) Flower. Like F-L-O-W-E-R or F-L-O-U-R? The second one. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Still got off in flower and mushroom, but unfortunately they passed away a couple years ago. Jacalda, how do you feel in there? And you just hear me, me, meow, me, me, meow, me, meow. <laughs> and Jacalda's trying different meows. I liked that second to last one you did. Can you do that one again? <laughs> me, me, meow. Thank you, Temple. <laughs> it sounds good. Very, very natural. <laughs> Strogi, when was the last time you were on Sorex? Oh, she's probably about. It's for the funeral. Funeral? Yeah, six years ago. Oh, Pants gets real quiet. Why do you ask, Pants? Oh, ah. I mean, I just, I know some people there. I've been there a couple times. Do yeah, you? don't really see kobolds in that area. Oh, yeah, we're, we're pretty rare kind of uh, around those parts, I guess. But yeah, I've, I've been there a few times. Oh, well, that's great. 
<laughs> and at that, we're going to switch to Six and Valen. So you leave the ship and you have kind of a weird gravity altering moment as you feel the gravity of the ship or of the circus like change from Stroganoff's gravity mm-hmm. in his ship. It's almost like a, ooh, like a little bit of a vertigo. Mm-hmm. And you are on a platform where tons of ships are parked. And in the distance, you mm-hmm. hear like the laughing and, you know, like think of the far off circus thing, like the laughing of like a market and people like balloons are everywhere type of a thing. And mm-hmm. it's probably about a hundred feet from you. And these are all civilian ships, right? Correct. Okay. Are there any um, patrol bots on this thing? Both of you roll perception. Six rolled a 22. Holy shit. That was awesome. Perception. My perception is 10 plus 2, so 12. Okay. Uh, You don't notice anything, Valen. Um, Six, as you look, you notice that there are cars. There's cars. You notice that there are ships um, that are extremely fancy and new. Like, people paid money to come out and do the circus. You also notice those some that are a little dingy. Uh, you see three people to your right. All of a sudden, it's uh, a dragonborn with her two dragonborn daughters uh, mm-hmm. walking toward the circus. And in the far off distance, as you kind of squint your eyes, you see there is a market type situation in the front. And then there's gates to get into the actual circus grounds. Okay. You rolled really high, so I gave you a lot. <laughs> Got it. Love it. Um, She puts her hood up and then grabs Valen's bicep and and then just looks at him and says let's not talk to anybody um agreed i don't think we should be socializing any more than we already have okay do you want to pay to get in or should we try to sneak in let's uh check is there any kind of like shopping area we can go to real quick before we uh go inside i don't know i don't see any signs for it um unless you see something just keep Keep an eye out for security cameras and let's try to avoid them. All right. And then Valen will kind of like pull up his collar a little bit more. Like he'll pop his collar up so it's like around his neck. And then his wings will kind of cave in and really fully collapse around his shoulders. Okay. So the two of you weave between ships and get to this market-like area. It's definitely like when people are waiting for the gates to open, they can shop and you know, see, like, small bits of entertainment, you get to that area first. Okay. Um, is there an indication of, like, how much tickets cost to get in? Not yet. You'd have to go to a ticket. You'd have to go to a ticket booth. Okay. Are there any uh, shops here that would help us with uh, Grayson and his disguises? Yeah, there's literally, like, a clown creation booth that has, like, make your own clown outfit. Yes. <laughs> That's what I was going to okay. do. We're, we're, we're going over there. Let's roll for let's let's roll for outfits. <laughs> roll for outfits. As you start to walk up, a small gnome runs up to the both of you in a very tall top hat that has mechanical sci-fi looking like workings and projections of advertisements going around the top hat. And he goes, ha, 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 hi there. Uh, welcome to the circus. Are you guys brand new? Would you like to buy a brochure? And holds one out. Why would it? Why would we buy a brochure? Uh, I, I, it's also a map. Isn't that just something you should offer people? Oh well, yes, but this is a, a very nice brochure. It has the backgrounds of the circus performers, and it has all of the uh, different types of shops, and it has a map. Do you, Do you have like a, a a free brochure with a map on it? No. And how much is it for a brochure? 
Toot, toot, toot. Two credits. Oh. Um, would you, could you let us know how much it is to get in for a ticket for the circus? Oh, yeah, it's 150 credits. Oh, son of a bitch. So this is your first time here. You, de- you de- 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 definitely need the brochure. And holds it out. I pass him two credits and I take it. You scan your wrist. Mm-hmm. And it pops up Valen Glempt with your picture and Ooh. says, thank you, Valen. And then Ooh. hands you the brochure and runs away. Oh, fuck. That was a mistake. God damn it. <laughs> <laughs> it's fine. Um, I, um, I, I'll get us out of here if we need to. I know how. So, well, let's uh, see if we can find some shit for, for, for Grayson. I know how. He says to the sneakiest bounty hunter in the literal system. <laughs> Sorry, that's funny. Yeah, there's a clown creation booth that you can go up okay. to if you'd like. I need to know the sliding scale of how much clown Grayson will tolerate. <laughs> like where that line is of like rainbow wig? No. Kind of red nose? On the scale from 1 to 10, 0. 0.5. <laughs> so wait. <laughs> So he's already he's already been scanned. There's no way for me to like stop him and say, "Wait, can we like can we pay with physical credits?" That doesn't exist in this world. You have to do bracelet for everything. It's like embedded in your skin. Hmm. Oh. And there's no way for me to stop him. It's already done. I mean, people sometimes will trade, but that's already been done, yes. Okay. The little gnome's walking away if you'd like to talk to him or maybe yeah. do something creative if you want to grab his device or something. I don't know. Oh, okay. Hey, hey there. Hey there. Yeah, hey there, little so- guy. Sorry. No refunds. No refunds. Oh, no. It's okay. It's okay. No, we don't want a refund. Um, We just wanted to talk to you really quick. Is there any way for us to make that purchase um anonymous instead of um with his, with our, with a name? I, I. Are you trying to su- surprise someone? Exactly. I never heard that request. Exactly. We're trying to, we are trying to surprise somebody. Well, I, I don't give my information of who, who vends from me to out to anyone. Um, hey, uh, can I, can I see your little, uh, um, do you have like an agreement statement on that little device of yours? Like a legal statement? No. No, everything will be in your credit report. That's per usual. He's like looking really confused. <laughs> Can we just take a look at your system just real fast, real quick, like? Well, persuasion. Actually, with advantage, because I think Valen's assisting you. Extra persuasion powers. This is the episode of persuasion. Fifteen. Six rolls of fifteen. I mean, I, I, I don't want you to hold it, but you can look at it. He, like, holds it in front of your face, but he, his fingers are white-knuckling it. Yeah. It's, you know, standard, standard system. I, I, I got this from Invinia. Okay. Okay, well, can do you mind if I touch it? You can keep holding it. Do you mind if I touch it? I'm just trying to see if there's a way to just make this purchase maybe a little bit more anonymous instead of with it's a name. the most conspicuous fucking thing we've done so far. <laughs> I'm, I'm, I mean, you can touch it. If you press the button on the left, and he can't see what you're doing, but he can, he's still narrating. If you press that button on the left, you'll be able to see your receipt. And then if you press the button on the right, you'll be able to buy more. But um, I'm not issuing you a refund. No, no refunds. No refunds. We don't need a refund. And six, as you're kind of clicking through, I want you to roll insight for me. Thirteen. Okay. So you, (laughs) (laughs) you actually figure out how to completely delete the transaction. Okay. If you'd like to. Yes. We'd like to. Okay. So you press it. 
and he's still just talking about all the things you can do on this thing. Yeah, I'm. I'm. I'm talking. I'm gonna talk. Talk to him. Like, oh, so uh, what? What? What kind of uh, things does the circus have? Uh, um, have to offer? Like, uh, oh, the the big top's the, the place to go. It's really good. There's also the um astronaut dump. Uh, there's the fortune teller, which people come far and wide from. Um, there's the shake, 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 shake performances, and um, you know, of course, the acrobatic twins. Ooh. Oh, that's, that, that does sound interesting. Uh, can you point me in the direction of the ticket booth? I'm just trying to keep him distracted while while Six is doing all this stuff. I think Six is already, she's already done it. So okay. he sees her paw come off of it and goes, did you, did you want to buy another one mm. for your people that you're not, su- surprising? No, not, not today. But um, we could you point us in the direction of where we might be able to get some souvenir clothing? That's what we're really looking for. Oh, of course. Right here to, to, to the right. And, and t- tell him that Swampy sent you. I will. Swampy, you've been fantastic. <laughs> oh, Thank you. My name is Lucinda. Yes. Oh, why, it, it, can I call you Lucy? Absolutely. Swampy, what a delight. Remember when those people come that you're so surprising that, that tell them to come to Swampy for their brochures. You got it, buddy. She gives him a big pat on the back. Yeah. All right. Have a good one. Thanks. You too. And I'm going to see if he perceives what the fuck you just did. Okay, so you start to walk towards the area, and then you hear, hey, Lucy, wait! And he's looking all around. Um, do you want to face him after he yells after you? Or no? Because he just looked at his thing, and he figured out what you did. No, I think we're just going to... We're gone. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> we Bye. just, we made it so that it's just, he still has the money, right? Yeah, but he's his transaction's just gone. Like, he knows now, you know what the fuck you're doing, so he's probably like, oh, No, we, let's just go. <laughs> let's just get the fuck out okay. of there. Yeah. Yeah, so you approach a um, a shop, and there's tons of colorful outfits. There's wigs, there's hair dye, there's makeup. It's basically like a create-your-own-look-for-the-circus. You see, like, a beautiful centaur uh, kind of walk up, and she says, Hello, can I help you with anything? Uh, yeah, I think we're just browsing right now. Um... But we'll let you know if we need any help. Of course. And then she moves along. And as she walks, you notice that. And she's super done up in beautiful makeup. And she has a big white curly wig. As she walks, little stars, like projections kind of are behind her hooves. Oh. And she just goes to the next customer. It's fun. Um, And then Six looks at Valen and says, do not swipe your fucking wrist on anything else. Do you understand me? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, sorry, I wasn't thinking. Um, so uh, how are we gonna? I don't have much to trade for anything um on me right now. If we do end up finding something for Grayson, um, hey God, yeah, six. Uh, since six has a bunch of forgery kits and shit, would she have maybe some like, um, fake credit bracelets or something that she could use to pay? For? Absolutely. You'd probably okay. have things that you could just slap on your wrist and then they'd pull up a different name. Okay. That's so cool. <laughs> that makes sense. I'll, I'll give you three of those. Okay, great. So she just looks at Valen and like with a stern look and just says, I've got it taken care of. All right. And we browse a little bit and Six finds um, some of the most uh, embarrassing things for Grayson to wear. Yes. Tell me, what do you find? What do you want? (laughs) Uh, She's got uh, in 
one hand, she's got a pair of poofy black and white striped, um, just kind of piratey clown pants. Fuck yeah. <laughs> um, Valon finds a shirt. He brings it over. I, like, I think we should get this one for him. And it's, uh, it's a shirt that says, I went to the circus and all I got was a fucking t-shirt. Perfect. <laughs> <laughs> yes. And then um, we'll, I'm going to say to the, li- um, excuse me, um, miss. Yes, how can I help you? So we're looking for some hair dye. Do you have, do you have anything of that nature? Yes. Well, right now the very popular thing is the ever-changing hair dye, and she instantly goes into saleswoman mode, goes up, this hair dye will change into a random color once every nine hours. It's very popular with the children. Hmm. Lasts about two weeks. But if you're looking for just a standard, if you want to match your favorite performer, perhaps, or even just get in the silly mood, I have permanents and semi-permanents. And you just see like a whole, she opens up like a big, um, like wooden crate and there's just like all these organized dyes. I also have matching face paint. Mm. Um, thank you. How about we, we'll just browse through a couple of these and let you know when we're all ready. Sounds great. And if you would like the ever-changing hair dye, I do have a behind-the-counter. So let me know. Sometimes, you know, shoplifting, unfortunately. Sure. Totally. Yeah. She walks away. All right. So what are we thinking for hair dye? Um, did you want to just go super incognito or you want to maybe have some fun? Mm. <laughs> Poor Grayson. Mm. Poor Grayson. I mean, here's the thing. Grayson can choose whether or not he wants to do any of it. <laughs> I feel like Six is going to be like, yeah, it's black. And then she's just going to fuck with you. Mm-hmm. But that's, I don't know. <laughs> and then Grayson shaves his head. Like, <laughs> that's the solution. <laughs> Grayson shaves his head. <laughs> but why don't we just do that to the start? So we just don't have to be wasting money. <laughs> we don't want him to stand out too much. No, that's true. So as much as I would love for him to have bright green, orange, red, purple hair, I think that we should try to be a little bit more thoughtful of how stealthy we are. So, I think we should go with black. Alright, um, I'll reach up and grab the black box of uh, permanent hair dye. Okay. And I hand it over to Six. Perfect. Okay, we're all, we're all ready to check out. She instantly gallops over. And she says, Oh, you went with the black. Incognito. Would you like to look at our black unicorn horns that match? They sparkle. <laughs> oh. oh, wow. <laughs> um... As much as I would like to do that, I think we're just going to stick with these items today. Okay, sounds great. That'll be uh, one, two, three credits, please. Okay. And she has on her little whatever, her little wristband that has the other identity on it, and we, she gives it a swipe. She scans it. Oh, thank you, Barbara. Here (laughs) you are. And gives the items. Thank you. Thank you. She says. Barbara. Perfect. Would you like to go to other shops or do you guys want to head back to the ship? Valen, you want to try to check out the circus or do you want to you want to give you want to give this stuff to Grayson and then we can all go? Yeah, I think we should get back to Grayson. Then we can have this um get this all situated and then we can all go back to the circus. It's a bit steep. Depending on Stroganoff's uh contacts, we maybe we might be able to get in for free. Yeah, maybe. Maybe. But we have a backup plan. Perfect. Do you guys head back? Yeah, we head back to the ship. Okay. Uh, you hear, Lucy, 
And behind you is the small gnome with the top hat running after you. <laughs> Lucy, wait, what did you do to my, my, my system? Oh, Swampy. Swampy, I didn't do, I didn't do any, I didn't take any money away from you, Swampy. I, I understand, but what did you do? Oh, oh. You messed with it. Oh, no, I just made it so that it's totally a surprise. So if anybody came in to ask you who got that brochure, they, they wouldn't be able to know that it was me, Lucy. That's all. But you still have the money. No problem. I didn't know if you were going to remember or forget that I asked you to keep it anonymous. So instead of just entrusting you with that, I made it really easy for you to not be able to tell someone uh, that it was a surprise. Uh, All right. But listen, Lucy, you might be a beautiful, beautiful cat, but you can't just mess with people's systems. You're right. You better send your people to buy brochures from me. How about I buy I buy one from you right now? Okay. Turns back around instantly. Hands one to you. But you can't you can't touch my my thing again. Okay. I won't I won't this time. I it was more we did we just wanted him to be a surprise. Is that okay? Yeah, but yeah. I can, I can I can understand that. Yeah. I turned up and I was like, yeah, you know, I'm, I'm not, um, we're, we're surprised at a group of our friends. They don't know that I'm coming here and it's a whole thing. It's a whole thing, Swampy. I love, I love surprises. Yeah. Yeah. We, we do too. So, um, okay, here you go. Here's, well, here, I'll, I kind of feel bad to chase you down. Well, why don't you just pay me the one credit instead of two? Oh, what a deal. You're a good guy, Swampy. You're a good guy. He blushes. She gives him a little pat on the head. His green hair kind of flattens and he smiles. She gives him a little tussle. A little little tussle. His top hat falls back. A little tussle. Dapper little gentleman. What a sweetie. So you all come back and as you enter the ship, you see Grayson standing in a corner just watching cats. And the opposite corner is Inferno Jones watching cats with a small Inferno Jones on her head watching cats. (laughs) And then you see Temple laying on the floor with this Borg-like cat just licking his eyeballs, his glowing eyeballs. Temple's licking the cat's eyeballs, right? No. <laughs> no, no. <laughs> Temple has a tongue? Okay, well, no mouth. Oh my God. Temple has a tongue? I don't like that. Oh my gosh, no. where did the tongue come from? I don't understand. Today we learned a lot of things about Temple. Pants, Torash, and Terowin are standing around a mechanical cat who is currently chasing its tail. And its tail is projecting a laser light. Wow. Amazing. Oh, uh, y'all, I, I see you guys got the cat working. Hello, Fallon. Oh, shit. Hi, Jigalda. Hi, Jigalda. Hello, Six. Things went off the rails when you guys left. I'm so sorry. <laughs> Six just stands in the middle of the room with her arms spread out and says, I have returned, kittens, and summons them once again. <laughs> well, animal handling with advantage. Yeah, come on. <laughs> Not 20, not 20, not 20, not 20, not 20. Let's go. Please. Woo! 23. She is the cat master. Fuck yeah. 23, natural 20. Damn. So not only do the cats all of a sudden all look, but Jagalda even looks. And all of them approach you and Jagalda approaches you. And they all like <laughs> bow and then just start kneading at your feet. And Jakarta's like, I never have had instincts, but this seems right. 
Um, I, I think that comes with that free will we were able to give you, so. I think it's a feline thing. Cat mommy has returned. Pants goes up to Volley- Valen and is like, did you bring me anything? Oh, shit. <laughs> well, <laughs> <laughs> well, you see, it was a little complicated. We couldn't just buy anything because they're they're tracking all of our information with our credits and, you know. But we uh, we are going to, there is a really cool store I think you would like. Um, the lady has some really cool like hair color change and stuff that you might like. I uh, I don't have hair. <laughs> I don't have hair. You really, you really didn't bring me anything. I thought you had hair for no reason. I I imagined like a little tuft of hair on top of on top of his head. I don't know Just why. Curly brown, curly cute. He's a scaly boy. <laughs> you can dye your one hair. <laughs> you could paint your horns. You want to paint your horns? Oh, no, 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 pants? no. My horns are perfect the way they are. Thank you. Oh, okay. Um, I got nothing. You guys got a brochure. You guys got two brochures. I pull out the brochure and I hand out one of the brochures to Pants. I have this. This is uh, this is all the information on the on the circus with the maps and everything. Oh, interesting. Thanks, Fallon. I knew you'd come through. <laughs> oh, so- sorry, Maisie. Uh, all right, I just heard back from my con- me contact. So in four hours, she'll meet you and sneak in. She just said you have to give her a little bit of information when you get there, but she'll uh, she'll sneak in. Yes. What kind of information? Oh, I don't know. What do they look like? She's a, a tiefling. She's the fortune teller here. Six pulls the the uh, clothes out of her satchel and throws them at Grayson. Thanks. Interesting t-shirt choice, but I'll wear it. <laughs> <laughs> guys got hair dye, too? Yep. We throw it to him, and it's the black hair dye. Thank you. There's a wash basin in the back over there. Um, hey, uh, Jigalda. Meow. Uh, got a question. Uh, is your scanner working okay? You see the tail on the cat whip around and there's a scanner attached. Okay, cool. I'm gonna go to my bag and pull out some stuff. Um, I, uh, we've, I, I almost forgot about this, but, uh, we found this, uh, blank scroll on, uh, Terra 19. Um, I just wanted to see if you can scan it and see if there's any kind of, like, tracings or etchings or any kind of imbuements that might be on this. Mm. And I pulled it up. Hmm. This scroll is old. Let's see. Scans it more. Yes. There's definitely some kind of arcana that is making the information hidden. Scan complete. Uh, thanks. Um, anybody have any kind of uh, detect magic or anything like that? Or something they can uh, use to scry this properly? Fidget. Like, <laughs> waddles over. Help. 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 Yeah, I show, I show it to... Uh, hold up and then for the fidget. And then he can cast uh, Identify? Yeah. So Fidget scans this and his eyes kind of glow. And then Pants, how does Fidget give you information? Like, do you just automatically know? Yeah, I get the information like on, I have like a little tablet thingy that is connected to, that's always been connected to him that'll give me the information. Okay. So you find out that this is magical writing that's hidden. Um, the way to undo it would be for some kind of re- like reveal type spell. So magic will have to be used in order to reveal it. And you also know from the scan that this is Harper's Guild property because Fidget scanned stuff that's Harper's Guild before. 
back when he was a cube, when you guys first scanned Sam. Mm. I'd relay that all to you guys and go back to reading my brochure. <laughs> I'm like, all right, cool. Uh, I roll it back up, put it in my bag, and I was like, I guess we'll uh, have to cross that bridge when it comes. Uh, Tarish has one of the other Harper's Guild books that when we that was in the uh, chest in the Dragon's Lair, so I think he's going to attempt to try and read that. Okay. I also still have two. I have two books in my bag still, too, that I need to look at, but... Okay. It's the Dungeon Boys Study Hall. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. If anything, I'll spend I'll spend the next couple next couple hours just looking through the books that I have as well. Um, Stroganoff, do you have somewhere I could make these muffins? <laughs> There's a galley right in the back here, and Terwin follows Stroganoff off. Nothing like watching two NPCs interact. Yeah, <laughs> that's why they went to a different room. <laughs> Let me know when my my hair dyeing is complete. If you do it by yourself, it'll take 45 minutes. If someone helps you, it'll take 15. Doing it by myself. Oh. Okay, so it'll take about 45 minutes. Um, yeah, so you uh, have uh, some time here and some privacy now. Your NPCs have left. It's basically just you guys, Jagalda, and a bunch of cats. Is there anything you'd like to do that you've been needing to do? I think God wants us to turn on the tracker. <laughs> yeah, that's what's oh. left. No. Where did that come from? Isn't that fun? The entire plot point that'll lead you on the rest of the entire plot we point. We got time to kill. Let's crack into this plot. There's a part of me that just wants to continue to ignore the tracker and just do all the side <laughs> Um, Hey, y'all. So um, it's been a couple of days since we've found this tracker. What do you think we should do with it? Do, should we turn it on now? Should we wait? From the bathroom. Wait! Don't turn it on yet! We're not safe! <laughs> I mean, my ship's pretty safe! <laughs> Valen! Don't turn it on! I swear to all of the gods, do not turn it on <laughs> while I'm in the fucking bathroom. If there's a time to avoid Grayson when want to do something, <laughs> it's right now. He's literally stuck for 45 minutes. <laughs> Who has the tracker? Who's holding onto it? Um, it's in the it's in my bag. That's probably in the common area. Valen, the road is made for the journey, not the destination. I say we turn it on, get it over with. Pants. Go get. It's it's a one to one vote at this point. So what do y'all? What, what does everybody else think? Well, what are the chances that if we turn it on, they're going to be able to that the council's going to be able to track us? Pants, you can investigate it since you're a mechanic. Yeah, I was I was debating whether to say no or I was like I pulled up I pulled that the tracker out and I like do you want do you want to scan it? Do you want to investigate it a little more? And I hand it over to Pants. Jagalda jumps up on your shoulder to help Pants. Yeah, maybe if me and Jagalda take a look, maybe Jagalda can put a buffering over the signal and we can just look at it within the ship here. Roll uh investigation with advantage cuz Jagalda's helping you. Meow, Jigaligalda. 22. Wow. Nice. Nice. Yeah, this will give off no types of signal. It just has information and it gathers information. Yeah, I tell them that. And I go, well, I think it's safe. And he just flicks it on. Yeah. That's that chaotic. Sorry, sorry. That, that chaotic. Agent of chaos here. <laughs> 
What's happening out there? Is everything okay? You guys didn't turn it on, right? Pants turned it on. I didn't turn it on. <laughs> Pants turned it on. Six. <laughs> I, I didn't. Hey, Valen didn't. I, I didn't turn it on. You guys were talking over each other. What was that? Is it on or is it off? On. God damn it. <laughs> <laughs> he 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 kicks the door of the bathroom open and he's just watching everything through the mirror while he's dyeing his hair. <laughs> Pants, you press this button on the tracker and it instantly all the energy in this main room on Stroganoff's ship seems to almost be pulled into the tracker and you feel this almost weight like electricity charged magic make the hairs on your arms stand up and a projection twinkles out of this old piece of this cannon and the entire a dial star system becomes projected and you see these beautiful planets some which you were from all the different parts separated and you're able to click on them and where this tracker can guide you to find the pieces of this cannon that could save the entire system. And that is where we're going to end the session today. Right. Per usual, thank you so much for joining us on our adventure. You can find more Dungeon Boys content on any social media platform at the Dungeon Boys, spelled B-O-I-Z. And as always, may all your space travels be safe.